development is it's progress and it's you know a person's aspirations is is the way it's 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 i guess kind of defined in the in the dictionary and uh you know the ability for people to make progress as compared to avoid it is uh it's very easy it's very easy to do and the folks that end up shining and smiling and and um and instead of hating their job loving their job i believe are the ones that that are finding progress. Welcome to Winning in the Margins with Jeff Brochu and Jamie and Christian. We're excited to have you back here after a little recording hiatus from us. <laughs> uh, both of us kind of got busy a little bit and and uh, tackling life a bit, but it's great to be back on here with my co-star, Jeff. How you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been busy, like you said, man. I, I, I know you have as well. Seen some good stuff going on on yeah, some of your it, other, some of your other, the last call, man, podcast is, is jamming, getting some good bites out of that, man. Appreciate yeah. the people you're interviewing and doing a heck of a job. Thanks, man. It's been fun to, to grow that platform and to learn from some of the very best. And, and I would say the same with you. Like I enjoy really learning from you. And one of the things that I've been watching is how you guys have been growing your events, um, watching your studio, how you're adding a ton of wrestling going on in there. I can, I can feel the energy, how it's growing in your area. And then also the, the events that you have a chance to do with, with Rich Simpson um, yeah. with those events and stuff. I see them really growing. How are you staying focused while growing so rapidly? Uh, man, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's always just development. And I learned from being around people like Rich and, and, and Tom's our wrestling coach. And, uh, you know, it, they're, they're, just con they're just constant developers. And the, 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 the best of the best in the business are constant developers. And I believe, you know, those two guys I just named are as, as good as it gets. Coach Tom, one of the best high school coaches in the country. And Rich Simpson, uh, he'll be all over the country before this year's out. And, uh, and I just watch, I watch them and I, you know, I, I, I learn a lot from the people I surround myself with. And, uh, and, and that goes in, in, in both ways, you know, um, it, you know, you mind if we talk about development today, man? I love it. Let's, let's, let's tackle it. Uh, d d development is it, it's progress and it's, you know, a person's aspirations is, is the way it's, 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 I guess, kind of defined in the, in the dictionary and, uh, you know, the ability for people to make progress as compared to avoid it is uh, it's very easy. It's very easy to do. And the folks that end up shining and smiling and and, um, and instead of hating their job, loving their job, I believe are the ones that that are finding progress that, you know, the environment that they're within is is consistently putting measures in place to make sure their progress or the individuals themselves are just developing like crazy. And uh, so how do you stay focused? Well, you never focus. I mean, you, you mentioned, hey, where, where were you at a baseball game? And now we, we were at a, we were at a uh, Harford County Public School event, your Mind Matters event. And, um, you know, that event, it's, it's phenomenal. And, but the mission's always the same. It's to deliver a hope-filled experience where the people that are around us believe that a champion exists within. And so you come out of an event like that and our mission is always the same and it's to develop in a way that allows us to take, you know, a, a performance like that and then continue to figure out more ways. How could we take that very event and the people at, at that event um, continue to help, help 
the experience never ends. Find a way that the experience doesn't end or find more opportunities for people to experience and uh, or, or even what we're doing, you know, rich performing, um, me maybe speaking, interacting uh, with, with the audience. How do you do that better? How do you do that in a way that that provides more hope? And and Jamie, and you, you, you answer the question by looking at people like 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 a rich, like a Tom, like, like yourself, you know, every time I talk to you, you're always evolving what you're doing. And the people that just have, have an excitement for life, they just continue to evolve. And so there's always, there's always more. And that's what, that, that's, that's what, that, that's what brings the, the spark to life, man. Yeah. I'm going to give you two things that makes me think of, um, you know, number one, uh, and I, I say this when we were recruiting, you know, we're, I was a college basketball coach, maybe for new, new people that are listening, college basketball coach for 18 years, 10 years as a head coach. We had an unbelievable track record of recruiting. Like in the last 10 years, we had 22 players score over a thousand points, which is a significant benchmark for Hall of Fame level players at those different colleges. And one of the biggest things I realized early on was those who had great, those who had an infinite amount of energy were always really successful. Um, it was really hard for, for people to slow them down if, if they were constantly on the move and constantly trying to improve. Now, you might have to focus those individuals, right? They may be expending energy in directions where they might not need, but it's much easier to focus their energy than it is for someone to create a new energy to be able to do, do multiple things or do one thing really well. That's the first thing I give you. The second thing was, was a statistic that I saw today, and, and it was interesting. If you're within, if your desk is within 15 feet of a high performer, all right, 15 feet of a high performer, you, you improve 10% in your, in your work, in your work. You, know, you talk about being around the very best, 10%. But on the contrary, if you're within 15 feet of a low performer, you, you don't improve by minus 15%. Wow. And so this is why, you know, you think that like Google has the very best or, you know, these different places, Google has the best, best uh, developers or, um, or Elon Musk has the best scientists working for him, whatever field you're looking at. Well, most of those people, when they show up are very good, right? They're probably the elite of their class classmates, but it's the ability to rise to the occasion with the very best that makes them the best. Not necessarily what their score was in their SAT or how well it did in this class. It's this natural ability to sit beside someone else who's doing great and want to be as good as you can become. But again, it also works the, the inverse. If the person beside me is not striving, it takes energy away from me and my focus to be able to do that. So I think the importance of the environment Gosh. is everything. Uh, it's, it, it, it's amazing, man. When you, describe, when you describe energy, it's when we stop making progress that the energy dissipates. And so the, the, the highest level, the, the, the person having the most fun on the team, true, genuine fun is the one making the most progress. In my experience, 100% of the time, the person having the most fun is making the most progress and they, they go hand in hand. Um, when, you, you know, when you talk about the top uh, uh, 15% or, or you're leveling up 10% or 15% if you're sitting by, by a top, uh, by by a go get, I'll say I'll rephrase it to go get or someone someone hungry and and making loads of progress. It's inevitable. 
it's inevitable because what you're what you're learning is not how to be a top performer, but it's what top performers do. And they take on a challenge better than anyone else because they grow a love of taking on a challenge. So your heart's getting a little a little more filled with taking on a challenge. It, it, it's just uh, it blows my mind, man. Development blows my mind. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny. I mean, there's different levels of development um, and there are different importances in development at different stages of your life. Um, and so being able to recognize where you are and what you need, um, or sometimes it's not even being able to have a recognition, recognition. Sometimes it's just looking to the guy next to you and seeing how they're performing. You know, I was just watching this. I was actually watching this uh, barbecue contest on Netflix before we jumped on here. And what's very interesting was you have you have a couple guys who are inexperienced but are terrific at barbecuing, and you have mm. a couple who have degrees at, at culinary institutes who know how to barbecue, but these guys are really secure. The guys with the highest education are really secure, and those who are just kind of learning now they've been great in their own right aren't as secure because they haven't haven't had the same amount of training. So what I think is really interesting you talk about being that close and that proximity to someone who's great, the person who's really secure is constantly sort of helping out those who are still learning. Yeah. And I think that's like, I think that's yeah. what happens in these environments where, you, you know, so your development is yes, my awareness, but also my awareness of, man, this guy knows a little bit more than I do. And what I'm curious about watching as I watch this show is when will the person with the least amount of experience lend a helping hand to the person who has the most experience? Cause I think these things sort of work, work together. Um, and again, I think those are all kind of development things we talk about. A lot of times we talk about development, it's physical, but there is a mental component that's super important to allow you to step up, to listen, to learn, and then to go and do. Yeah, I, I, I actually believe it's 100% mental that gives you the ability to develop. If, you know, if that experienced person is, is, uh, is shut off, they're not going to remember what they can learn from the rookie. You know, yeah. the rookie comes in with the excitement and the energy and the veteran while gaining a lot of wisdom and understanding over the years. Sometimes that same the rookie energy, not energy, but the yeah. rookie energy disappears. And that rookie energy can never disappear for the best of the best of the best. But in order to in order to be able to adopt that or remind ourselves or, or learn from someone either more efficient or, or in this case, what appears to be a little less efficient, you got to have an open mind to to knowing you don't have to know everything and to knowing yeah. that even if you did know it at one point, you might have forgot, forgotten yeah. it. I, I love the term you just used there, rookie energy. Um, because like so uh, a few years ago, we did this study on the championship teams in the NBA starting in the 80s all the way to now. And so we built a roster construction, not by, hey, you need a small forward or you need a center but we did it by by mental components of a player mm. uh, and, and what each of those teams had. And we found a thread that was very similar. Um, you know, num their number one players were uh, were two way players. That means they play both ways, offense and defense. OK, right? you see some guys in the NBA, they score a lot of points. They play no defense. It's hard to win if your best player doesn't defend because now you have to play another player mm. that defends that over that overcomes their defense. Mm. Right. Does that make sense? So oh, it doesn't yeah. mean. And, and so what we found is that you can't win that way. Essentially, if you're trying to win that way, you're already behind. 
because the best players, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, um, you go again, go down the list, guard their best, guard the best player, guard one of the best players. And then they also can uh, also score on the other end, right? So we kind of looked at it differently. We're like, all right, well, let's look at this. So number one and number two, they complement each other. Kobe and Shaq, uh, MJ and Scotty, uh, Tim Duncan and Tony Tony Parker, right? It's just, you go down the list, you say, man, these guys all complement each other. Um, when you look at uh, like the Denver Nuggets this year, you have Jokic and you have Murray, perfect compliments to mm. one another. They can play together. The only exception was LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Okay. Those are the only exceptions. You know, even when you looked at the Warriors and you said, well, you got Steph Curry and you've got Kevin Durant or you've got Steph Curry and you got Klay Thompson, they complement each other so well. It's because Curry can move the ball, Durant can score it. I mean, when you really start looking at it, you go, wow, those one and two combinations are really dynamic and they're really important to be able to play together naturally not created through a system, but naturally just what I do well and what you do well. And so I say all that to say like the development of a person, development of a team really depends on a lot of these components that maybe we don't equate being super important. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so what that allowed to do now that you have Scotty Pippen and MJ, it allows for guys like Tony Kukoc to be, to have a value because now their development is going to be really specific. They only have to do one or two things really well. Well, if your number one player doesn't score well, the three and four guys might have to do a lot of things well. They might have to defend, make corner threes, drive to the back. Like now all of a sudden they've got to do multiple things where if you're playing with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, where they're guarding the one and two best players. Okay. okay. So my third best guy can guard their third best guy or their fourth best guy. I can hide him a little bit. Right um, on. So we just kind of right went on. through this whole component. And, and it, you know, it just made me think of that. When you're talking about development, it's like how can we develop somebody in the most efficient way? We're number one. It's like knowing who we are and, we're, and where we're going to get the most value out of. That then allows this trickle-down effect for everyone else to get online, to get in line to what's most important for them to help the good of the team. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs>